What is up? Welcome back to the 3C Podcast. I'm your host, Brett McGrath. It's Tuesday, and you know what that means. Yes, we didn't drop this on Labor Day. We wouldn't do that to you. That's your time away from learning, away from work. Hopefully, you enjoyed family time out in the sun, and you're getting your week started with a new episode. This episode, I got Kate Van Lu back on the program, one of my teammates. Love working with her. She's giving me some insights, telling me what she's learning from the modern day marketer and all of her conversations. This is a good one. You're going to want to tune in. If you like what I'm doing, hit that subscribe button, leave a review. Most importantly, tell a friend about the 3C podcast. And while you're at it, go to thejuicehq.com, sign up. It's free and start enjoying a frictionless content experience today. All right, enough plugs. Without further ado, let's kick it to the conversation. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to the 3C podcast. Another Monday episode, another conversation with a teammate from The Juice. You heard her a few months ago now. It seems like just yesterday we were talking about this uh, offline. But Kate Van Lu, she is responsible for sales at The Juice. Wanted to bring her back on, have a conversation about what she's up to, and talk a little bit about how she is using The Juice for her job and to enhance what she's doing. But without further ado, Kate, how are you? Fantastic. I was just thinking how long ago, when did we do this last time? And it seems like a year ago and it was only a couple months. So that says a lot about what the last few months have been like for everybody. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been wild. And I think we, so, so Kate and I do one-on-ones every week, which I would recommend if you're a marketer or if you're a salesperson out there, you should meet with your counterpart regularly to talk about what's going on. But we were just talking. It feels like Kate, you've been here from the jump. It's only it's it's a three months, I guess, or a little more. But um, I know you have a lot of exciting things going on, just in terms of learning conversations you're having with the market. And I think you might be on meeting overload right now. But that's a good thing. Yes, meeting overload. But it is what I love about what I do making friends, having conversations, asking a million questions is like my favorite thing, walking away with being smarter all all the time. I mean, if nothing else is really such a great benefit of what I do, but yes, I, I told Jonathan last night over somewhere over 60 meetings in the last two months. And so it's been like, I, a lot of deep breaths, a lot of fun, but a lot of hearing myself talk. And it, it does by the end of the day, I'm like, oh my gosh, I can't anymore. Shh. Everyone. Shh. So. You said making friends. And I think when we first met, you made it known. And I, I, rem- I remember this, you made it known to be like, you know what? I'm not like the salesperson that you're used to working with or talking to. I like to build and develop relationships. I like to make friends. Maybe like just share your mindset and mentality on that approach from a sales perspective. Yeah. And I think there are plenty of salespeople that feel this way too. I think my delivery comes from the fact that after all this time doing this, I've been selling for a very long time and I'm okay with people saying no. If it's not a good fit, that's okay. I like finding common ground with people. I I like finding out if um, we can help. And I trust that I'm able to do that with someone and talk through and have a conversation and go through the exercise of determining whether or not 
we can help each other in some fashion. And by way of doing that, you should form some type of, I mean, not everyone's going to be your new best friend by any means, or, but they should all be enjoyable conversations if you can have the right angle and the goal, which isn't to get everyone to yes, but is to get everyone somewhere to yes or no. And I'm not afraid of that. No, I think is part of it. Yeah, no, I, I like that. And I'd love to maybe just for the listeners to hear, you said 60 meet meetings. I'm, I know not all 60 have been, you know what, let's sign up and be customers of the juice. We're in this stage right now where you're probably learning just as much as the, the person on the other side of the line. I, I'd love to maybe understand just in your process, like the type of marketers that you're talking to, like what's resonating, like what's not, and maybe how are some of those conversations going? Yeah, I think the the great, easy first answer is everyone thinks the juice is really cool. It is. It's visually very appealing. It's a beautiful platform that our team has built. And everyone does understand the pain of the consumer and how tedious it is to be Googling or how hard it is to make ourselves smarter and find what we're looking for. And and so everyone really understands the consumer side. Everyone really understands the value of having a brand on the juice as well. The thing that's been interesting is this, like the difference between the short, like tactical transactional marketing, like day-to-day and goals and metrics and measurements and the long game, brand play, brand awareness, that's not quite as measurable. And there are a lot, and you know, everyone wants to do both. And it's also, everyone really gets how important investing in your brand is, but it's also funny. And and this is certainly not all the marketers I talk to, but um, you know, there's definitely a, a group of marketers that are saying publicly, well, you know, publicly you'll hear us say that, that we don't measure our value in leads or, you know, our job isn't to, to bring leads to the table. And, but privately that's the only way we're measured. So it's really hard for us to invest in our brand. And it's, it's interesting. And that would be, that would be hard to have, have to answer to that with leadership and and things, but that's been a very interesting angle of the conversations I've had to this point. Yeah. I think we've talked a lot about internally, just like the modern day marketer and the long game player and just the mindset and coming from a place of abundance. And I think it's, we haven't necessarily like talked about that from the perspective of what the juice offers or what our product has, but I think it, I think it's been interesting to gather your feedback from those conversations and understand that yes, leads, although companies and people might say leads are bad. We don't talk about leads anymore behind the scenes. That's all they talk about, which is fine. I think it, it just takes, it just takes some time to understand that the more you put in and the more you invest in your brand, the more opportunities are going to come down the road. And it's really hard when you're getting pressure, getting measure, trying to get measurement, trying to report to leadership, trying to report to the board, that sort of thing. hundred percent. And it's, you know, and I think 
But what I hear also is how excited people are about the opportunity to diversify what they're doing with their content. And that resonates so much in that excitement because there are better ways in some cases to start conversations than, you know, with some of the tactics that we're all, you know, sort of faced with day to day. I had and have shared on Um, I had a day of back-to-back sales calls and I was live sort of showing my phone to someone on Zoom because I was called about 17 times in one day by an SDR from a company that I've used their software before more than once. I was doing some preparation for a sales call and ended up wondering if if this company had a free trial thought they did. Landing page sure said that it was a free trial, filled in my information. Landing page was basically like, nope, no free trial, but we'll reach out to you. And then I got almost 20 calls in a day and I'm not going to buy from them. I'm I'm hiring a team. I am building a team, but it was just so, and I'm the first one to sympathize with SDRs and how hard that job can be. And and what sales has got to do to hit numbers and all those things. But it was like, no, 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 no. There's got, there's just a better way to start a conversation that leads to making friends. Brands should be making friends with their right audience. And I'm not their friend now, but there are a lot of brands that I am great friends with and the people there too, because I think they start conversations in the right way. Go ahead. Everyone on the other end is saying, who is she talking about? Who is she talking? We can just say it's 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 like probably like seventy percent of B two B companies. Yeah, could, it's, she could be talking about. I did share on. I did share in a couple of meetings as it was happening who it was, but I won't share because it's. I don't know that it's representative of like the full process or whatever. I don't. I, you know, but. You shouldn't have a landing page alluding to a free trial if it's not a free trial. And just that's all I have to say about that. But I think a big enough software company too that they don't have to have a great process anymore. <laughs> Maybe. I, I love it. You you said research, preparing. I talked with Kat on the customer success side. I talked with Elena on the, the growth and product side about just like research, preparing, and how in their roles, they're leveraging what we're building in order to make them better. I'd love to maybe gather the sales perspective from you, just researching the juice, like what are you doing? What's working? How's it helping you? 100%. So two answers to that. First would be in my research for maybe a specific meeting that I'm going to have, one exercise that I've been doing is Googling what I think an appropriate keyword is for that, for that business, what their, what their best customers are trying to get smarter on and then seeing what kind of results I get. And then, uh, and then searching in the juice as well. And just like feeling blown away every single time about how much better the experience is. And it, it's something that I show people that, and that they get really excited about too. And I get, I th- again, I think there's a lot of visual appeal in the juice, but it's also just you don't have to sift through anything. There's no guesswork. There's no forms. It's just the best content to teach you what you're looking to learn about right in front of you. And it's just so easy for me specifically right now, hiring a team is top of mind, bringing in a couple of SDRs right now, at least in the short term. And then I think more support and AE soon behind that as well. And, you know, 
I, th- I think recruiting right now is something that everyone's talking about because it's hard. The market is tough. And so reading sort of the best of what everyone has to say about the best, you know, a lot of different um, aspects of recruiting and onboarding. So just from polishing up my, my interviews that I've not been doing in this kind of cadence for a while by searching for, you know, hiring interviews, SDR interviews, SDR enablement, SDR onboarding, and just being able to use what I'm reading to get smarter and then to kind of create my own version of, of the best way to approach it for us. But it's, it takes a, a fraction of the time for me than I think I'd be spending elsewhere. And it's been hugely helpful. Part of what we like to do over here basically because our our platform does that and we do it in our marketing is plug, promote, curate the best. We want the audience, anyone listening to the 3C podcast, anyone reading our emails, anyone talking with Kate, we want people to know what the the best uh, content is and the things that we're learning from. I'm curious, just on the recruitment, SDR front, any other thing you're, you're looking at, are there any pieces of content or brands that you've observed that are just extremely helpful that you want to call out and give a little plug to? Yeah, I think there've been two that I've kind of fallen down the rabbit hole on a little bit because of the amount of content they have in these areas. That's been really helpful. The one has been Chili Piper, who I love anyway. Chili Piper's got a great brand. I think they invest in in content in the right way, but Chili Piper has been an awesome resource and then Campaign Monitor. Campaign Monitor has had a lot of great resources tied to diversity, equity, and inclusion in hiring and onboarding, and some really great angles on how to how to be better, how to think better, and even beyond onboarding and, and meetings and how to make sure that um, everyone has a voice. And those two brands in particular stand out as being really helpful. I, I have read both of their stuff. I've had conversations with members of their team. And I would agree, good content on, on both both fronts there. Um, maybe we close it out with this, Kate. I you're, you're in these conversations. We're trying to form the way we talk to the market, listen to the questions. I, I would be curious, just when, when do people understand that you're talking with, they get it? Like, when is that light bulb moment um, that they have when you show them or tell them something? Um, I'd be curious, just like what what hits at home during your sales calls when you're talking to to partners or future customers about the juice. I think it's two things. I think it's the fact that I don't know seventy percent of whatever the buying process happens before you even talk to or form a relationship with a specific brand. And there's so much gamification happening at the top of the funnel in how we start, like how we influence that education. And I think that understanding that there's a better way for brands to find their best audience in a forum where they're looking to get smarter by way of the content they're already producing is, is huge. I mean, just the, there's no, there's really no lift here. So the fact that this content that they're already creating, which is so hard to get in front of the right people that we can bring the people (laughs) and help them get their content here is huge. And then I think everyone of course has the, like understands the pain of what it is to be a content consumer and 
try to get smarter and how hard it is to do that. And I keep saying on, on sales calls because it just is easy, but when you need a new show to watch, you don't Google it. You know, we're all so spoiled and we're all going on these personal journeys that are curated for us all the time with everything. Why should B2B content not be that way? when you think about just the amount of resource that there is behind it. So those are the two kind of, I think, light bulb moments. I love it. Well said, Kate, this was fun. Appreciate you coming back on, sharing what you're working on, sharing the conversations. We'll have to, when when you've got a full team of SDRs, salespeople, we're going to have to have all of you on. It'll be like a big, happy family over here at the Juice. And we'll share some stories about brands and what we're learning. Cannot wait. Thanks, Brett. Take care. I love having conversations with my teammates and sharing them with all of you, giving you some insights on who we are, what we're working on, and what we're doing. Thanks so much, Kate, for being back on the program. There'll be more members of the Juice team in the immediate future. If you like what I'm doing, hit that subscribe button, leave a review. More importantly, tell a friend. And if you're not signed up for the Juice already, get to it. Take care. Have a hell of a week. Make it count. And let's go.